Covenant Day School community. Welcome to CDS Stories, a podcast where we sit down with various members of our community to learn about the people that make CDS the special place that it is. I'm your host, Jackie Haynes. Today in the studio, I've got Hannah Hurdle, a trainer at CDS who has been here two years. She is a valued and honorary member of every athletic team I've ever had the privilege of being a part of, and so I'm truly excited to have her here today. Thank you, Hannah, for joining me. No problem. Just to jump right in, can you share with us a little background about where you're from and where you grew up? Yeah, so I'm not originally from North Carolina. I grew up in a small little town in Illinois, right uh, south of Springfield, their capital. I then went on to go to school and do my undergrad at Ball State University. And then I was kind of looking for jobs and my fiance at the time was looking for jobs and he found a job in Charlotte and then I kind of just ended up here. So it really worked out well. My grandparents live up in the mountains, so we knew we wanted to be closer to them. So that's kind of how we ended up here. Been a little bit of a a journey, but we're really happy here, so that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. So you ended up both finding a job down here in Charlotte? Yeah, so he and I were dating in college, and he was asked me, where do you want to move? And I said, I would love to move to the Carolinas. So he found a job, graduated a year ahead of me, and then I finished out my college at Ball State in Indiana and then moved down here. He proposed to me, and then we got married, and now we're here. So That's amazing. So what made you want to move to the Carolinas? My grandparents have lived in South Carolina for my whole life, Uh, so I grew up coming down here and I knew that this area was where I I wanted to end up. Not that the Midwest is anything bad, but the winters are a little longer (laughs) and we knew we wanted to go somewhere warmer. So my grandparents lived here and then jobs just kind of fell into our laps, so it it was kind of like the the shoe-in when you're looking for jobs and it makes it easier when both of us were looking for jobs, so... Yeah, that makes it nice when yeah. it fits all together. So I've even uh, heard you mention your grandparents before. Do you get to see them now a lot? Yeah, so them? they live six months in Florida, and they live six months in North Carolina. Oh, So that's nice. we kind of have the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, but when they are here in the summer, we go up there. We try to go up once a month, but sometimes life gets crazy, and it doesn't happen that, that often. But we do try to make it up there once a month. They have a a beautiful house in the mountains, so we enjoy going up there and hiking and then getting to spend some time at night with them. Yeah, for sure. Um, So you've mentioned your husband now, Preston. You guys got married this summer, right? Yeah, we got married in June, Um, so we've been married for a little bit over five months now. He works in Charlotte, and it's, it's been really great. That's a special time, I'm sure, that first year getting to know each other, too, in that new setting. What's something that you've learned just in the past five months about yourself throughout your marriage? Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's really hard. I mean, I've learned a lot. It's it's a big transition going from getting or knowing someone and then living with someone. Right. And I lived with, I mean, I have a twin sister, so I've always lived with someone. Mm-hmm. And then I lived with people in college. But living with a, um, a guy that you're in a relationship with is very different. My patience has definitely grown, <laughs> which is really, really great. We rescued a, another dog so he's become like a really big part of our life and that's been really really fun to have him around and Preston and seeing that relationship grow and it's been really great so there are there are two fur babies for now so 
Okay, so you do have two now? We have two dogs now, yeah. I know you're um, a big dog person, so that's probably really special to watch. Yeah, they're definitely a big part of our life, which is good. How did you end up wanting to go into like the trainer field? Yeah, so my athletic trainer was a really big part of my life when I was in high school. He is still a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. I, I call him probably once a month um, asking about you kids and what route I should take and making sure that I'm on, on the right track. But in high school, I unfortunately was injured my junior year and spent a lot of time in the training room. And it was never a scary place for me. It wasn't enjoyable being hurt, but it was enjoyable getting to know people and getting to know my athletic trainer. John was a really great role model for all of us. He was always there for us. So it was a great relationship that we built. And I knew that I didn't really want to play sports in college because I was injured. And I wanted to make sure that I was able to have the life that I wanted to lead outside of sports and making sure that I could do my job when I was older and not have like lingering effects from it. But I I didn't want to give up the team atmosphere. So originally I didn't tell him that I was going to go into athletic training until I told his wife. And he was so mad at me, (laughs) um, which I can totally understand his perspective now sitting in his shoes. But he kind of let me figure it out for myself. So that's, that's a big reason why I'm here. It was the relationship that I had with him. And then I was looking at schools. I sat down with my program director, soon to be program director, director for athletic training at Ball State and she kind of wrapped me in the program that I graduated from had 14 people that I graduated with so it was a really small program at a really big school so I really felt like I had a family there which was kind of what kept me in athletic training the hours are hard I had a lot of clinicals in college and I didn't have that much free time which was great in a lot of ways but it was really challenging But I think the people that I was with have always kept me in athletic training. If it wasn't for the community that Covenant Day has and all of the kids and student athletes, I'm not sure I would still be here. So, It's really cool that you mentioned how John, your athletic trainer, really made it feel like a safe place to go because I think that's kind of the community that you've built here too. It's just, it's almost like a privilege to go see Hannah. And you're always there for us. And I just feel like that's really cool that you've already almost taken on the role that you obviously really appreciated in high school. You mentioned that you were injured your junior year. Yeah, so I was a soccer player. I tried to be a basketball player, and that didn't last very long. (laughs) But I played soccer year-round, which I loved. But when I was a junior in my high school season, I um, tore my plantar fascia, and they kind of couldn't really pinpoint what it was. So they diagnosed me with all these different things, and I ended up being injured for like six months. So I spent a lot of time with my athletic trainer, which was great in hindsight. I was very frustrated at the time, but I think that also gives me a little bit of a where I, I can relate to you guys a little bit more when I know what you're going through a little bit. So I get it. It's super frustrating, and it can feel really scary, but in the end, it's, it's going to come out okay. We're, we're all going to get through it. So Yeah. So going through that experience where you were injured and you were out for six months, what did you learn during that time that's impacted the way that you help people today? So mental health is a huge part of all of our injuries. So I like to take that part really seriously with you guys um, and making sure that you still feel part of the team. It can be really easy to not feel like you're a part of the team when you're injured just because you're not doing all the same drills, you're not 
physically a part of what they're doing on the field or on the court or in the pool or whatever, wherever you guys are. But making sure that our, we're taking care of our mental health and we're making sure that we're seeing the bigger picture in the grand scheme of things, I think is what I really learned about the whole thing is that you can definitely still be a leader and you can definitely still have an impact on the people you're around, even if you're not physically a part of, of what they're doing. Yeah, I think that's really important too, mental health. I think a lot of times we overlook that. It's really used to you too because there's there's not a huge bruise or a, a broken bone that's sticking out or sometimes hard to see when you're going through it or for people to see it in you. But it's a huge part of your healing process because if you're going to stay down and you're not going to look at the big picture, it can really hinder your healing process and slow things down for, for a lot of reasons. So kind of switching gears a little bit was your high school similar to Covenant Day? So I went to a public school I graduated with 300 kids so I it was a lot bigger than here but the community that I had I could say was very similar to Covenant Day my soccer coach was Christian and that really showed in how he coached us and how he wanted us to be a part of the team And I think that's a huge reason of why we found success is that we all found a bigger meaning to the game. We all went to our FCA groups together. We all had camp together in the summer and it gave us someone to play for. So that's really cool that even at a public school you had that. Yeah, it's very different in that not everyone on the team was a believer, but he was able to bring like that group of girls together you could see that it was shining through him and I think that was really really cool and it kind of brought the girls that were believers together and we could kind of support each other and we knew we had him at our school and supporting us which was really awesome yeah that's really special to have a coach that really believes in you but also believes that the Lord is doing something within you I think that that's one of the most powerful platforms that someone could have, honestly, is the coach. Because so many people in my life that I looked up to are my coaches and really how they love the Lord and how that reflects onto us and my teammates. So that's really cool that you had that growing up too as well. So when you're injured, I know that for a lot of my friends, it's like a place where you kind of question what God's doing. It's hard to see in the picture that you were talking about. What would you say is how you got through that and really understood God's plan a little bit more? I think that spending a lot of time in prayer and reading your Bibles and it's okay to be able to lean on someone. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have a twin sister and she's definitely my rock in every way. So I, I definitely leaned on her a lot. She didn't play sports in, um, in high school, but that didn't change anything. She was still always there for me, even when I didn't know I needed her. And she kind of was able to show me and help me see the the bigger picture and the light beyond what I could see at that time. So I think it's a really important for one to see that like the Lord does have a plan for you. And even when you can't see it or you're not necessarily looking for it is knowing who you can lean on so that you can see what he wants for you. And I think that Covenant Day really has that figured out. You guys all have such strong faith. And I think that if you're going through something like that, that you find someone to help you through it and to pray with you and just talk through those those things because I think that's such a huge, a huge deal. For sure. That's so important to have those people in your life that you can really lean on in times where it's hard to see the bigger plan. 
So what would you say, as you've been a part of this community now for a while, really is interesting or unique about what we have here at Covenant Day? Oh my goodness, so many things. I think that the one thing that really sticks out to me is, I mean, I work in athletics, so I have to say that the coaching staff that you guys have is truly a blessing in every sort of way. You guys have such an amazing support system, and they truly do care about each and every one of you and your guys' hearts and everything. So I think that the way that you're, you guys are coached and the way that the leaders that you have in your community are so important and they do such an amazing job in getting all of you guys to lead your best lives through Christ. And uh, I think that's just something that you may take for granted a little bit, just some of you guys have grown up with it, but it's not like that everywhere. So making sure that you're taking the time to like thank your coaches and just say thanks for being here for me or they just play such an amazing role in your guys's lives whether you see it or not they truly have the big goal in in mind when they're coaching you guys and kind of mentoring all of you so I'm extremely thankful for our coaches here and I totally agree with you that it is so easy to take what they're doing for granted because you're with them every day and you go through the motions I mean I've truly learned how to worship the Lord through my coaches here and how to play for God and what that even looks like. And so each season, I know the team and the coaches are always just so attractive to me. It's hard to even want to pass up that opportunity to be a part of that. And so I'm a firm believer in that team aspect, as I know you are as well. Kind of more on what it's like to be an athletic trainer. Can you tell us what your day looks like at Covenant Day? Yeah, so I am super blessed. I get to spend my mornings at home, kind of doing my own thing and self-care. But then when I come in like 1.30, 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock-ish, and I get all of the, the background stuff organized and making sure that I have everything kept up. But then once school sets out, it's all fair game. I try to have everything set up for you guys. And then I honestly just get to hang out with y'all until something happens which is really fun getting to know you guys and learning from you because honestly I learn every day from you guys and that's such a blessing that I can continue to learn from you guys and kind of taking what you guys say and how you guys act and I think that's really really fun to see you guys grow as people and mature into adults which is a huge blessing for me to see all of you guys kind of come out of your shells and grow up. As far as like the athletic training world goes, we are super blessed that we haven't really had huge injuries or anything terrible really happen in the last couple of years. So, I mean, we've had our fair share of injuries, but I think that in the grand scheme of things and big picture, we're really, really lucky that we are fairly healthy as a group. So You're right. We are really blessed in that area, I think, too, as well. What was it like having football this year? Um, it does add a little bit of a different dynamic, but they have such a great coaching staff yeah. and um, they made my job super easy or as easy as it could. Football is a little bit stressful to work as far as an athletic training perspective goes, just because there's so many different odds and ends right. just with all of the equipment and the, the impact and everything. But our coaches really have done a great job on coaching um, and coaching the right way so that our, our kids are staying safe. So if you're not tackling the right way, it can be really, really dangerous. But for the 
most part, they've done a really great job of coaching and coaching safely. And I know that the coaching staff always has my back and everything. And we have really great sets of parents too. So if there was a scare, it wasn't hard to talk to anybody or really get to the bottom of the issues that may arise. But it was really fun watching boys grow from a junior varsity team to a varsity team. And I'm super proud of them. So I'm sure that's cool to have that front row spot on that journey. So um, I'm sure there's lower school parents listening in that are raising up some athletic champs for our future teams. Is there any piece of advice that you have for them just to start having good habits? Yeah, I think that the most important part and the best thing that we can do for those uh, those little guys is making sure that they're loving what they're doing. A lot of our, our kids in so many different ways get burnt out just because they play one sport or they don't really love what they're doing. But making sure that we're making the game as fun as possible, which our coaches here at Covenant Day definitely do a great job of. But I think that's the biggest thing for me is that making sure that the kids are having fun. Because if they're having fun, that's the name of the game. I mean, that's why we're out here. We're out here to be a team and have fun and ultimately grow as believers. And I think that that's a huge part of why we're here. Right. That's interesting, the point of just getting burnout. I think that it's really easy to do so if we just overdo it physically, too, as well. So what is a good habit to keep just to prevent injury in general as an athlete? I think the most and one of the most important points of preventing injury is making sure you're listening to your body. It's so easy to just say, oh, yeah, I'm just always sore or... Uh, yeah, this is pretty normal for me. I just always like kind of feel like this. I always feel tired or it's so hard to learn to listen to your body, but it's so important. If you need to stretch and you need to take this off, then that's okay. Cause if we're just pushing our bodies into constant exhaustion, then that's just asking for injuries to come on making sure we're taking care of our bodies. We're eating right. We're stretching, drinking lots of water. That's the name of the game as far as injury prevention goes. There's, of course, always the chance of like an acute injury, but there's not really much we can do for that. It's those chronic things that kind of linger and linger and linger and turn into big things. And usually they can be stopped if we just listen to, to what our body's trying to tell us. So That's a good point for sure. So this is kind of our question here on the podcast. Just to close us out, who is your favorite storyteller? My favorite storyteller is definitely my grandfather. He can tell a mean story. (laughs) It's so funny because my Nana is not the greatest storyteller, but he's a really great storyteller. (laughs) So she'll start on a story and then he just ends up usually picking it up, which makes me laugh as I I grow up just because the relationship between the two of them is great. He always has something in his in his sleeve. Gotta love that. Um, well, Hannah, thank you so much for joining us today. I can say on behalf of all of us here at Covenant Day, you really are such a special member of our community. You're always present, you're always active, and you're always ready to go. And you've really always been there just to talk to me. And I've just been so thankful that you are part of our school and that the Lord